This shift was boring. So as I handed the two coffees over to the girl, I couldn't help but daydream about what to have for lunch. Um, excuse me, why the attitude? The girl sounded annoyed. Then before I could say anything, she shouted, I want to speak to your manager. The boy next to her tried to keep her calm and asked her to go outside first. Then he said to me, I'm sorry about my sister. I mumbled, it's okay, as I handed him $20 change. Oh, just keep it, he smiled. But then he started apologizing, took the change, then left. What just happened? I took out my phone to check my face. Oh, great. I looked like I was sucking on wasps. And all because I was thinking about whether I should have pasta or a sandwich. (sighs) Well, to be honest, what just happened wasn't new to me, but it never seemed to get any easier. Let me start at the beginning. So, I'm Isabel. I just graduated from high school and was soon to be a freshman at college. Ever since I can remember, my parents, friends, and teachers always asked me the same questions, such as, what's wrong? And why the long face? When I told them that I was fine, they would always be like, are you sure? Or, there's a problem. You need to tell us, okay? Oh, it was so frustrating. There was even this one time where my teacher had to stop in the middle of a lesson to ask me not to look at her like that because my stare made her feel uncomfortable. What? I was just really focused. Then I eventually found out in high school it was on a normal sunny day. I was sitting at the bus stop with my best friend Jocelyn when some guy came over and asked for directions. I looked up and the guy got startled and began to stutter. Oh, sorry for, for bothering you. And then he left in a hurry. Huh? This was so confusing. He didn't even give me a chance to get a word out. So I turned to Jocelyn and asked if she might know what the guy's problem was. Um, maybe it's because you look like you want to kick his butt. Then she told me how everyone at school thought I was an arrogant snob. What? That was ridiculous. Why would they think of me like that? I asked her this, and she took out a mirror and held it to my face. Well, see it for yourself. I took a deep look in the mirror, and oh my god, she was right. I did look a bit moody, but I swear I wasn't. Not at all. The next day, Jocelyn sent me a link to an article... It was about people having a naturally grumpy face, also known as resting bee face, a.k.a. RBF. You know the word. No wonder nobody likes me and wants to be friends with me. Well, except Jocelyn. Thank God. She saw beyond my sullen-looking exterior. I wanted college to be different, so I was determined to say goodbye to snobby Isabel and say hello to happy, joyful Isabel. I just needed to smile all the time. Sounds easy, right? So on my first day at college, I walked into the lecture hall with the biggest smile fixed on my face. I hoped I looked friendly and not like that creepy cat from Alice in Wonderland. But then my smile immediately vanished when I saw him. It was the guy who wanted to tip me $20 and then ran off with it. Ugh, why was he here? I was trying to come across as a sweet, friendly girl, and I didn't need him spreading rude rumors about me. So the easiest solution was to avoid this guy as much as possible. Only the universe had other ideas, and I found myself stuck doing a group project with him. Ugh, great. We all sat in a circle, and I found out he's called Carter. Our group leader, Carla, assigned each of us a task. 
While listening to her, I tried to hold my smile as brightly as I could. Keep it steady, steady, I thought to myself over and over. But you know what? Fake smiling is hard work, and it causes serious face ache. Then my cheek started twitching, so to avoid looking like a weirdo, I decided to take a break from smiling. And that's when Carla noticed me and asked, Did I say something wrong? Everybody was gawping at me. I could feel myself blushing. Great, now I probably resembled a grumpy tomato. That's when Carter spoke up. Just continue. We'll say if anything's unclear. Thank you, Carter. Now, I know how Lewis Lane felt after being rescued by Superman. This felt even more intense than the movie. And oh, he was actually kind of cute, too. I felt a little bummed out after the group meeting. All I wanted to do was make some friends, but I'd already given Carla the wrong impressions about myself. <sighs> I'm not a big party-goer, but perhaps the big freshman party happening on Friday would be a good place to make friends, right? Feeling down, I sat on the side of the bench by the college sports field and just looked up to the sky. Then I noticed Carter playing soccer with some guys. So I watched him play for a bit. It could have been the lighting, or the fact he looked so hot when sweaty, but I couldn't take my eyes off him. Maybe I should try talking to him. The next day, I walked into the lecture hall and spotted Carter sitting alone, reading a book. This was my chance. I could sit next to him and start a convo. Okay, Isabel. Keep it cool. Oh no, not cool. Cool means arrogant. Keep it happy. You got this. Smile on. Check. Hi, is this seat... Carter looked up. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know this was your seat. Then he gathered his stuff and moved to another table. What? Ugh, curse you, RBF. I wasn't giving up this easily, so I searched online and read that makeup could help fix my situation. So I applied makeup around my mouth and eyes, then went to my lecture. Only during the group discussion, Carter whispered to me, Are you sick? As you look a bit pale. Why don't you go home? I can take notes for you. After hearing him say that, I actually did feel a bit sick. Sick of the constant failure. But wait, this Friday was the party. That would be my last opportunity to make friends and talk to Carter. I'd never been to a party before, mainly because no one had ever invited me to one. Pretty sure they thought my grumpy look would kill the mood. <sighs> so I spent ages deliberating on an outfit opting for a bright colored dress to make me look more cheerful. As I walked into the party, I couldn't stop shaking. Everyone looked like they were having a great time, while I just looked like a grumpy kid longing for their mama. It's okay, Isabel. Keep calm, I told myself. I just needed a couple drinks to boost my confidence. So, I got a couple of shots from the bar, and wow, I immediately felt like a whole new person. I was about to bravely talk to some girls when suddenly a guy came over to me and said, Hey, looks like you're having a bad time. If you don't like these things, I think you should just go home. It's okay. Great. If even alcohol couldn't help me, then what else could? I lost all interest in making friends, so I decided to take the random guy's advice and leave. Everyone would have far more fun without having to see my moody face anyway. As I hurried out of there, I heard someone shout, Isabel, wait up. I turned around and saw that it was Carter. He caught up with me and asked why I was leaving so early. I muttered out how partying wasn't really my thing and I'd rather hang out somewhere else. Yeah, I'm not so keen on them either. 
Can I come with you? I froze for a minute, but I guess he presumed I was angry with him as he apologized and went to leave. Oh, hell no. No way am I gonna let him slip away again. So I said quickly, Of course you can come! But it came out as loud screaming. The poor guy must have felt like a tiger was growling in front of his face. Well, at least he was still coming with me, right? Even if it was out of fear, he looked a little unsure as I led him toward one of my favorite places, which was underneath this bridge, but when he saw all of the awesome graffiti, he seemed to be more at ease. He had fun, looking from one piece to the next. Then we started talking, and turns out we could get on pretty well. We soon became close friends, and I even introduced him to Jocelyn. The more I spent time with Carter, the more I liked him, and I started to think that he liked me too. Don't ask me why. It's just a gut feeling. Then one day I opened the door to see Carter standing there with his huge bouquet and a cute gift box. Oh, sweet lord, were they for me? I knew I needed to say something, so I mumbled out, Who is that for? Ouch. Did that sound a bit harsh? Should I ask again? And maybe with a softer voice and a smile. But before I could say anything, Carter replied, Um, oh, these are for Jocelyn. Can you please give them to her? Thanks. He handed me them, then ran off. What? Carter was in love with Jocelyn? But hey, it's no shocker that good things never happen to me, and someone with a naturally joyful look like her would get all the guys. Let's face it, who wants a mean-looking girlfriend? This sucked. After that, I purposefully avoided Carter, and we didn't talk at all for a week. It was all too much. So one day after lectures, I went to my happy place under the bridge. What? There was this new graffiti drawing. It was huge, ugly, and I think it was for me. As in dried, dripping letters, it said, I love you, Isabel. I stared at it, open-mouthed. Was this someone's idea of a joke? Then someone came up alongside me. It was Carter. It's not my finest work, but... I tried, he said coyly. Huh? He did this, but why? Then he continued, The flowers and gift were for you, but I thought you were annoyed, so I freaked out and said they were for Jocelyn. So afterward, I called her and told her the truth, and she said that you like me too. Now that explains the weird looks Jocelyn has been giving me. I was so having words with her later. <laughs> You know, I drew that a week ago. I've been following you every day after college. Um, not in a, in a creepy way. I just wanted to be here when you first saw it. And oh man, it was so worth it. Then he gave me the cutest smile and pulled me in for a hug. Oh, wow. This guy knew how to make a girl melt. And you know what? I was smiling, and I wasn't forcing it. So that's it. We became an official couple... Turns out he doesn't care if I have a RBF or not, as he took the time out to discover the real me. You should never judge a book by its cover, as you might miss out on the best adventure ever. So, if that girl or guy looks a bit miserable, then maybe you shouldn't rule them out as being arrogant and moody, and instead, give them a chance.